says Rabbi Yechanan. My Dixie, what is the meaning of the word that says in Pasuk Yemishle, in Perich, Chavchez, Pasuk Yedalad, it says, Asherei Adam Mefachet Tomid, a person is lucky who is always fearful, and one who hardens his heart will fall in bed. So this uh, verse hints to the following uh, following cases. Akamtso bar kamtso. Because of kamtso bar kamtso, these were two Jews that one was called kamtso, the other one was called kamtso. Chorev Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim was destroyed. For a hen and a rooster, a rooster and a hen, Choruv uh, Turmalka, the uh, mountain of Haramelech, the Turmalka was destroyed. And Asako de Rispak, because of a, um, so the woman's carriage and they have the dolphin, the axle, Choruv uh, Betar, so the city of Betar was destroyed. The Gemara explains now. So what happened? The person was, his friend was Kamtso. And the enemy was Bar Kamtso. It's a very similar name, but one was Kamtso, one was Bar Kamtso. So he made a meal. So he says to his servant, Zil Aisili Kamtso. Go ahead and bring me kamtsa for my meal. His friend, he asked him to bring his friend. But he made a mistake, the uh, servant, Ozil. So the servant made a mistake. And he brought for the meal bar kamtsa. He brought bar kamtsa there. Also, so when the uh, owner, uh, the one who made the feast, Ashkichai, found that bar kamtsa, the Havi Yosef, that he was sitting at the meal, Omar lay, so he says to him, Mirdi, let me see, since that person, which means you, you are the enemy of that person, which means my, you are my enemy. My boy is Hocha. What are you doing over here at my meal? Come, get up, poke, and leave my house. Amar Leisubakamsa said, since I already came to the meal, let me stay in your meal. And I will pay for you everything that I eat, that I will eat and that I will drink. So Mesechte Gittin Dachnun Vav Amad Aleph, page fifty-six, side eight. So Amar Lei. So the Bal Habayi says, Lei, no, I don't agree that you should remain for the meal. Amar Lei. So Bakamtz said, Yavin Lach Dmei Pag Desudoseich. I'll pay. For half of the meal. First, he offered him to pay for his meal, for what he eats. He says, I'll pay for half of the whole meal. So the owner says, No. I'll pay for the entire meal. Just let me stay. Don't shame me. The Malavai says, No. He grabbed him by his hand, took him by his hand, and he stand, stood him up from his place, and he threw him out of the house. Omar Subakamsa said to himself, since the rabbis were sitting at the meal, they didn't protest. So it seems that they're okay with my shame. So he got angry at everybody because the rabbis, probably this guy was a rich guy and everybody was afraid to start up. You know, but Ezel, 
So he says, I will go and I am going to uh, slander them by the king's uh, house. So he went and he said to the case, The Jews have rebelled against you. The case says, Who says that you're right? Send them a carbon. And you'll see whether they'll offer it for you. What did be macrobate? So the case went and he said, Him a chosen calf. Uh, Tilsa means it was born the third to its mother. The third calf is supposed to be very special. But also on their way, he placed a defect beneath Svasayim in the upper lip. And other people say that he placed the mum in the, um, the skin that covers the eye. So, this is a place which, according to our view, the Jewish view, have a mumma that constitute a blemish, but who, according to the Goyim, love mumahu, it's not a blemish because it's not lacking a whole limb, it's just a, a defect which is considered by the Yidin. So that way, you know, the one he's not going to know. If it was an obvious defect, so then they would say, we're not bringing it because it has a defect, but this wasn't, he didn't consider that to be a defect, that's why he's getting in trouble. Let's go ahead and let's offer it, even though it has the blemish, because keeping the peace with the government. If you're going to offer it, the people are going to see, going to say, that you can bring defective animals for the Mizbech. So the Rabbon thought they're going to kill Bakam, so you shouldn't go back to the king and tell him that they didn't bring it. Amar Lahud of Zechariah said, Zechariah said to them, if we're going to kill him, Yemru, so the people that will see, they will say that Matl Mumbe Kochim Yorik, for placing a blemish in the Kochim, gets killed. Amar Avyechanon, Avyechanon says, Al Maslusash, Al Maschaimen Avkulos, the humility of Maschaimen Avkulos, Achrives Beiseinu, destroyed our home, the surface of Chaleinu, and burnt down our Hechov, Igulisonim Arzeinu, and exiled from our land. Because had it not been for his humility, when he was sort of uh, defending this Barakamtsa, uh, then we wouldn't have been in trouble. But, so, since they didn't do it, so the case understood that the Jews rebelled against the Shodr Levai So he sent upon them Neiran Kaiser, the Caesar Neiran, for war. Kikosi, when he came, he made for himself a sign and a sort of a a sorcery to see if he's going to be victorious in the war. So what did he do? the Gira. He threw a fire, an arrow in the Mizrach to the east, also enough of Yerushalayim. So the arrow came and fell in Yerushalayim. He threw it, Lemaidev, to the west, also enough of Yerushalayim. The arrow full fell in Yerushalayim. And he threw a fire, the Arba Ruches to the four corners of the heaven, maybe the other two and the up and down, but also enough of Yerushalayim. And any, anyway, he put it, it all came and fell in Yerushalayim. Omar Leilu Yenukas, and even Kaiser says to a child, tell me the verse that you learned today. Omar Lei, the child tells him, the Poskin Yicheskel Perichofei Poskidal, when a Satyist, Nikmosi Be'edim, Be'adami Yisrael, Vigoyman. I will give my revenge in Edom by the hand of my nation Israel, etc. Omar, so even Kaiser says to himself, Kuchu Brichu Boyi Lochorvi Beisit. He says, the Shem wants to destroy his house because he saw all the arrows falling on Yerushalayim. Then he wants to wipe his hands off and place the blame on me and to punish me. 
as the Pasik said, was the child ready? Arak, so he ran away He went and he converted the Rafa the mayor from his descendants, from his seed came out of the mayor. When didn't case he ran away, So he sent the Aspasionus case. Also he surrounded it for three years. Have a There were three rich people, very rich. Nagdima ben Gurion ben ben Nagdima ben Gurion. Why was he called Nagdima ben Gurion? That this sun punctured through the clouds and it it shined especially for him, as we'll see. Um, the story Rashi brings down that um, there was the water there and they needed to, uh, by the time daylight, they had to fill up back the emperor's wells with the water and the sun came out to prove that it's still daytime when he gave back the water. But Ben Kabu Savua, he was called so, should call Anichas Lebeis Shurov Kikalov. Anybody who would answer his home being hungry like a dog, Yetzuk Shusavei would go out satisfied. But it's success. The reason it's called so is because that he would walk sort of on cushions and uh, his garment was dragging on the ksosis. Means very wealthy. Other people say that his name was Ben Tzitzis. And the reason is because uh, that, that was his name. But they were called the ksosis because because uh, when he would go to Rome, his chair was placed amongst the great of Rome. So Chad one of these three wealthy people, said to the people of, 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 of Yerushalayim, of, of Israel, I'm going to feed you, these people, the inhabitants of the city, with barley and with, uh, with wheat and barley. One sends with wine, salt, and oil. One says with wood for heating. Praise the wealthy person who supplied the wood, because the use of wood is a lot of wood. You need a lot of wood. As we see from the way Rav Chizda behaved, that Kolak have a He gave all the keys to his servant but he didn't give him the keys to the um, to the wood. Uh, he wouldn't trust him with those keys. Uh, in order to use one storage of wheat, you need 60 storages of wood because to to bake the bread and to bake from the make from the wheat and make it bread. So you need 60 times as much storage for the wood as you need for the for the wheat. So have a there was enough food for them to support the people to feed them for 21 years. So in Shalim, there lived these peryunin, these uh, empty heads, these bums over there. Amrulahura the Rabbana said to them, I mean, they were uh, carrying a lot of weight in the city where he's doing things. So they said, let's go out and make peace with the Romans. They didn't allow them. So the Bayonim said, let's go wage war against the Romans. said, it's not going to be successful. We can't win them. So come. So this Bayonim, they wanted to force the 
the inhabitants of the city to wage war against the Romans. They burned the storage place of the food, of the grain and the wood. So there was a uh, hunger. So Marisa, the Gemara relates, Marisa, the daughter of Baisa, she was one of the richest women in Yerushalayim. Of the richest. She sent an agent to go, and she told him, go bring me speed that's fine flour, the best, the best uh, bread for the best flour, or the flour at the Oslo, while he went, he's dabbing. So all the fine flour has been sold. Also, he said to her, there's no smida, there is still white, clean, clean, for clean bread. Wasn't too smart, that uh, why don't you just buy something, but no, so she said to him, go bring it to me. So while he went, that was also sold, the clean bread. Also, Omar came back and he said to Chavarta, there's no white bread, there's no more clean, but there is secondary bread. Omar she says to him, go bring me, while he went, it was also sold out. Also, Omar so he came back and told her, there is flour of barley, he called. I'm lazy to go bring it to me. The Ozel is done while he went. It was also sold. So, Marta Babaisa, Vashlifa Simsana. She was going without shoes. I'm going to go out to see if I can find something to eat. I said, I'm going to go to the house. So, there was a, um, the excrement of an animal touched her feet. Umeisa, she, she was so disgusted by it that she died. Called upon her the verse and Dvarim Chavches Posik Nunvov. Arak Bechov Anugash Lunisukaf Raglo. Posik continues. I'd say Galor the Misanig Merech. She, you know, the the, the the very delicate one who's not used to and you could have other people say Gregorius of Sedik Achlov Yisnis Omeis. Others say that she ate the fig that the Tzadik ate and that got her so disgusted that she died. Uh, she couldn't. Tolerate this milk. The one explains what is Gregor's He sat for 40 years in fasting so that Yerushalayim shouldn't be destroyed. So his body became so lean that when he would eat something, you can see it outside from his throat. That when he finished his fasting and he wanted to become healthy, strengthen his body again, they would bring. Uh, dried figs, mayitz mayu. So he would squeeze out the juice and vishadlu. Then he would throw the the, um, the them. They throw them away. The figs. He throw them away. And those gregris, those figs that Rabbi Tzadik uh, threw away after he sucked out the water. That's what she found. When she was dying, the Martha Babaisa picked the whole of a Kaspa, so she took out all her gold and silver, and she threw it into the marketplace. She said, What use is it? What do I need it for? This was the process in Cheskel. For example, they'll throw the money in the streets. They need a year. The process continues there. That all the money, the silver, is not going to protect them when the Shem's anger, national they stumble from their sins, so this is all not going to help. So, the Gemara, Abba Sikra, who was the head of these Baryunim, 
of these bombs of Yerushalayim, Barachted Rabbi Yechon ben Zakav. He was the son of Rabbi Yechon's sister. Yechon ben Zakav's sister. Sholach lay Rabbi Yechon ben Zakav sent him to Bitzin Lagaboy. Come quietly to me. Also, I'm a secret counselor of Yechon ben Zakav. Amar lay. Yechon ben Zakav said the name is Avidu Hachi. How long are you going to do so? Because today, Lam Bekafne, you're going to kill the entire community in hunger. But so basically says, what should I do? If I tell them the Baryunim something, they're going to kill me. So I can't, I don't have no control. Find the advice for me, the Apuk. So I should get out of the city, and this way, I should have a Tzolapurta. Maybe I'll have a small savior for the city. I have a secret said, the Koyit Nafshon city. Uh, make yourself as you're sick, meaning publicize that you're sick. Everybody will come and ask about how you're doing, and ask how you're doing. I see me this, you bring a smelly thing, and lay it down next to you. They'll say that you're dying and you're smelling. And let your students enter in to carry your bed. No other people should go by you. They shouldn't feel, they'll sit and sense that your bed is lighter than a it's like a living person. People know that a living, per- a living is lighter uh, than a person who died, and they will recognize that you're alive. So, Avid Hachi, so he did so to Bech Mazaka, and Nichnas Bera Belazar Mitzadach, so Belazar went on one side to carry his bed, Rabbishu Mitzadach, Rabbishu on the other side. Kimotli Pischa, when they came to the entrance of the Chaimah Boli Mitkid, the Baryunian wanted to. Stab the body of Yechemazaka in order to make sure that he's actually died and he's not tricking. Omar Luhu, Sabasikla said, if you're going to do so, Yemru, the Romans will say, Rabban Dokr, that they stabbed their, their teacher. So, so they wanted to at least push the body of Yechemazaka to see if he's actually dead. Omar Luhu, and they start screaming if they were Omar Luhu, Sabasikla said, you're going to do Yemru Rabban Dokr. They're going to say they pushed their teacher. So they opened the gate. No fuck. Rabbi Yechonazak went out. Came out to the house. When he came, Rabbi Yechonazak came to ask Pesionus. Amar Shlomo Lachamalka. Rabbi Yechonazak said to him, "Peace unto you, king." And then he said again, "Shlomo Lachamalka." Amar Lei. So Pesionus said, "Mechayvet Terekatoli." You're obligated. You're liable for two deaths. Chado. First of all, love Malka. No, the Kokoris the Malka. First of all, I'm not a king. You're calling me king. And that's. Making fun of me, you calling me king. But soon, another thing you're obligated, you're liable for death is because you Malka know if I'm a king, I'd eaten on my losses like a boy. What till now? Why didn't you come to me? I'm a lady. The Bechmuzaki said, The Kamrat of Malka know this that you're arguing that you're not a king. The Sechta Gitis Dafnun Vav on the base, page 56 ID. So he says, Even a Malka does. The truth is, you are a king, meaning you're destined to become a king. Divla Malka, for I do not be a king. Then Yerushalayim would not have been given over to you, Dixi, because it says in Passing Yishai, Perikud, Passalom Dalit, which is referencing to the base of Migdash. As the Passover will see, uh, in a minute the Gemara is going to say, Badir Yipa will fall in the hands of a mighty, and a mighty, Bain Adir El Melech, the Adir, a mighty, is referring to a king, Dixi, it says in Yirmiya. So we see that the other is a ruler. So we see that it has to be in a ruler, in a king. So we find in the Vorim Peregim Pasuk Chof Hei, 
And that's referencing the Beis Hamikdash that whitens the sins of Israel. So it's called Levonim. Now that you're arguing, how come why it didn't come to me till now? But the Baryunim that are amongst us don't allow us to go out. Amar Leis, as Jonah says to him in a parable way, So let's say you have a jug of honey and you have a snake wrapped around it, connected. Would you not break the barrel so that the darken should leave? You should have destroyed the city and to burn it in fire so to get rid of the Baryunim. Ishtik Rabbi Echelon was quiet, called him, and other people say that Rabbi Akiva said about him, that Hashem took away the wisdom of Rabbi Echelon at that time. He should have told him that you don't need to break the barrel, but so you take a plier, you take away the snake and you kill it. So, and then the chavis you leave and you don't need to break it and we were hoping basically saying that maybe we'll be able to be victorious with them to get rid of them in the city without having to break down the wall and then we would have made peace with you in the meantime a agent came from Rome he told us get up because the caser died and the people the important people of Rome said to put you in the top to make you the new caser and to sit you up in front of the top. So someone has heard this, Habam Saimachad Mesona. He was wearing he was wearing one shoe and Boyle he wanted to put on the other shoe, the aisle. He didn't he wasn't able to bring it in. Boyle Mishla the Idoch. So he wanted to take out the first shoe that he already put on. So he didn't successfully couldn't take it out from his foot from the shoe. Because his foot became wider. Omar, so Shana said, My high, what is what is this? What's going on here? What's going what's happened to me? Omar don't be in pain that your foot became wide, because it's not a sickness, but because you had a good news. And um, once you hear good news, your bones have sort of become inflated, become fatty and wide deceive. So Pasik says in Mishle Pericles, that a good news is going to widen the bone. So what is, how do I get out of this? I can't take off the shoe, I can't put on the shoe. So how should I take it off? So bring a person whom you're not happy with. Pass in front of you, and that way your foot will go back to its original state. Because it says, that a broken spirit dries out the bone. So when a person that will pass before you who hates you, who you hate him, and then your spirit will be broken, your foot will dry up, and it will be narrow as before. Ovid Hochi did so, and they brought by a person who hated him, and oil, so then his other foot went into the shoe. Since you're such great chachomim, so how come you weren't smart enough? Why didn't you come to me till now to make shalom with me? Amar Leir, Rebbe Zakeh said, didn't I tell you that we couldn't come because of our union? Amar Leir said, I also answered you in the same motion that you should have destroyed the wall and to take rid of, get rid of the union and come to me. Amar Leir, Rebbe Zakeh, 
Since now I'm king, I'm going to go to Rome because that's the place of the kingdom. I'm going to send another officer for the army who's going to wage war with Israel and is going to subdue them. Ask me one thing that I should give you. said, I have three requests. Number one, that you shouldn't destroy Yavne and its sages. Number two, don't kill the lineage, the family of Rabbi Gamliel. And um, um, that, that should be um, just a remnant for Machus Beis David because they come from Beis David. And also, number three, and your doctors that uh, from your people give me so they heal Rabbi Tzodik because his uh, intestines have become very narrow because of all the fasting and they could not swallow food. Correlate of Yosef, so Rabbi Yosef called upon him, called upon him, the Hashem turns their mind backwards, it didn't give them a right opportunity to answer properly. Leave Yerushalayim this time. The Gemara says, how come Rabbi Yechem didn't ask this? Who saw that? He thought of Rabbi He's not going to do such a great request to leave Yerushalayim. Um, and therefore, it's going to go to There's not even going to be any savior at all. So therefore, he asked this, at least, this should be some sort of a uh, benefit. The Gemara explains, what was the medicine? How did they heal Rabbi Tzadik? The first day they gave him to drink water that they soaked in them, which are very light, and so they could swallow it. The next day, they gave thicker wheat they soaked in. has a little flour. Then they give it with flour, which is more thicker. Until his intestines widened, put a little bit at a time. Then he can eat all kinds of food. Ozil Shadli Titus. Shonus went and sent Titus that he should give wage war with the And the Torah says in the word in Pekhlam Base, Posklam and Zion, Bomar A Elihemi Turchasoyubat. That means that the enemy is going to come over Israel. He's going to say, Where is their strong God whom they're trusting? Zat Titus Arosha. This is referencing the Titus, the evil Shahid of Gizmukap Milo. He uh, cursed and he blasphemy towards the above, towards Hashem. He says, there's no Hashem. So what did he do? He grabbed the Zoyin in his hand. And he entered with her. He praised, spread a Sifatari underneath them. And he transgressed in a Veira on here. And he took a sword. And he cut the curtain. And the miracle happened. And blood was dripping and coming out. The Kosovar, the Tizrashdo, the Horegas Atzma, that he killed the Kalviyochel Sashem. Shanemar, as says in Tilmain Dal Pasigdal, Shogut Sadechem Kermaydecho. That the enemies, they were screaming within Mayadecho, within the base Mikdosh, Somoy Soysum Oysum. They placed their Oysum when they overpowered and they were strong enough to destroy you. They say that their Simonim are real Simonim. And so. Titus Rashi thought that that was a sign that he killed Chazal Shalom, that it's true. Abba Chonin said that this passing in Tilim Peites Tes 
We have to rush on this part, on this story. Micha Moicha Chasin Yo. Who is Micha Moicha Chasin? Who's like you who's tolerant, tolerates, vikoshin, hard, shata, shumeyes, nutsu, gidushla, zorosh, v'shoifik? That you hear the blasphemy and the curses of that evil of Titus and you're quiet. Vedem Shmo Tono, he learns the Torah, says, Shmoy Spirit, as Vopas Yidab, Micha Moicha Ba Ilum Hashem. So we can learn, the meaning is, Micha Moicha Ba Ilumim. Who's like you and those who are mute? They don't answer to those who degrade them, curse them. The Moses Mao saw what it is to not let the parochis of Sokim and Gargusni. He took the parochis and made it into sort of a big basket. He brought all the vessels in Mikdash. He put them to He placed them in the boat to go back and praise himself in the city to show off what he did. The pasuk says in Kelas Perichas pasuk Yud, Pchener Isir Shoyim Kavurim Uvau. I see Berushim buried and coming. Kavim Kadosh Yalechu Vishtakhu Ba'ira Shekenasu. Vishtakhu Ba'ira Shekenasu. Then they go to praise themselves that they did so. Atikru Kavurim Al Kavutzim. Don't Isir Shoyim Kavutzim. They're gathering, not buried, gathering. Don't forget what they'll praise. And the Pasuk means that the Rishoyim gathered together, they come from the Megdush, in order to praise themselves in their city with the great strength that they performed in the Beis Amikdush, that they destroyed, they took all the kill. Other people say that it says Kivurim means like it's written, even things that were hidden, that was buried and hidden, was revealed to them. So while they were traveling, so there was a threatening wind in the ocean that that was going to drown him. Seems like the God of these, of the Israel, his strength is only water. The proof is, came to he drowned him in the water. Of the Yam, come to Yam. In the Nachal Kishin, therefore, also is getting up a lie. So, how is he getting up me now? And he wants to litavani b'mayim. He wants to bury. He wants to drown in the water. Im Gibaru, if he's strong, yalali abosha. Let him go up to the dry land. V'yasim milchama. Let him make a milch war with her. Let's see who's going to wear there. Yotzav askel b'amrulay. So the voice came out from the heavens and said to him, Russia and Russia, Russia, the son of evil, son of evil. Russia, grandson of Ace of the Evil. I have a very light, small animal, I guess, in my world. The Yatush, name is Yatush. I call the Biriakal. Why is it called the Biriakal? It has a mouth. It doesn't have a place to relieve itself. Go up to Dryden. May wage war with it. Let's see who's going to win. So this came on the Dryden. Yatush came in. It went into his nose, and and it poked in his brain in his, uh, for seven years. One day, he was passing kittas in front of the entrance of where their smith house. So the Yatush heard the banging of the hammer that he was banging Ishtik. So he stopped poking his, his, his brain. Now I have and a way how to stop the poking of the yatush called So every day they bring an avcho, and they would bring in front of him. To a guy, he would give titus for his word for zuzeh. 
and all um, Israel, he didn't pay anything. Amar it's enough reward. The that you see the your enemy in pain. At loss in Yom of the for thirty days he did so, and the Yatish was quiet because of the bang of the corners. But after thirty days, that didn't help anymore because came in the dosh. Dosh. Once the Yatush got con- comfortable listening to that sound, so he's used to it. He didn't stop anymore from poking his brain because of the noises that were coming from the hammer. Tanya ben Aruva. said, I was between the monks the port of Rome. When Titus died, they split his brain open. boy, and they found in his brain they found that Yatush. Uh, that was there, and it was as large as like a wild bird. like a um, a year old uh, chicken, and weighing two liters. We have a by tradition that piv his mouth was of copper, and his fingernails. And his nails were made of metal. When Titus was about to die, he says, Omar Luhu. So he said to his people that after that, they should burn him. Uh, he says by himself, he said by himself, should burn him. They should spread the ashes over the seven oceans. So that the Jewish God shouldn't find him and stand him up to judgment, to bring him to judgment. Unculus Barclinicus. Unculus, the son of Clinicus. He was Barachos and Titus Zaba. He was the son of the sister of Titus. He wanted to convert. So he went and he brought up Titus through the sorcery of Oiv. He asked, Uncle asked Titus, Who is important in that world? He said to him, Yisrael. Titus said, Yisrael. So he asked Titus, Is it, is it uh, a good idea to connect with them? To convert? So Titus says, you won't be able to do it all because Milayim are fishing, they have a lot of mitzvahs. You won't be able to fulfill them. But I can know. Go ahead and tease them in this world. Then you'll become ahead. You'll become a big shot. It says, which means that anybody who does Torah's reason, Nasir becomes big. So the uncle says to Titus, What is your punishment? What is your punishment? So he asked him, What is going to be his punishment for what the, all the destruction that he's causing? So he says, What you have uh, ruled on your own during your lifetime. And that is that Kol Yoimo Every day and day they would gather the ashes that he uh, from his uh, that he burnt, cremated, and over the oceans. and they judge him. and they burn him. and then they scatter it the ashes over the seven oceans. Ozal Aske Levilam So Unculus went. And brought up uh, Bilam through the Oiv. 
Who is important in the world to come? So Bilam said, Yisrael, they are the important in Elm Habo. So Unculus asked, Is it uh, worth it to connect to them? Which means to convert. So Bilam tells, Don't seek, according to the verse, don't seek their goodness and their peace all days. So, Uncle said to Bilam, What is the punishment of that person, meaning himself? With burning Shikhvas Zera. So, Uncle said, So, he brought up to one of the sinners of Israel. So he says to Unculus, Unculus asks him, Who is important in that world, in the world to come? So he says, Should I connect myself? Should I convert? Only seek their good and not seek their bad. Because call. Anybody who touches them does bad to the Jews is is as if he would be touching the black apple of his eye um, and he would be hurting his vision, which means basically that you cause bad for yourself. So Uncle says, what is the punishment in heaven? So he answered that the punishment with burning the Amar Mar, because our sages said in anyone who makes fun of the words of the sages, is judged with burning Tsoya. So come and see from the story Look at the difference between the sinners of Israel. Nevertheless, although during their lifetime they were sinners, but after their death they suggest you should be doing good with Bnei Israel. But the Nevi of the So they had the opportunity during their lifetime to reveal, the Shekhinah was revealed to them and they prophesied, but nevertheless they do evil to speak against um, the Jewish people even after their death. Tanya we learned in Abraisa Amar See how powerful is the uh the strength of, of shame. Because God supported, helped Barakamsa, who was insulted by the owner of the meal. And Hashem helped him to take revenge, uh, to do what he wanted. And he destroyed his home and burned his hechel. Page 57, side A. This is the second part. 
The Gemara continues to relate now about the destruction of Har HaMelech, Turmalka. As we mentioned earlier, uh, that uh, there's a story that took place with a rooster and a hen, and that was the reason why Turmalka, uh, Har HaMelech, the mountain of the king, was destroyed. What happened is, it was the custom... So the Havanahigi, it was the custom in the people that lived on this Har HaMelech, you have a Mafki Chasn of a Kalsa, when they would take, bring out a Chasn of Kala to the Chuppah, Mafki Kamayi Tarnagol of Tarnagolta, they would take out in front of them a rooster and a hen, for a good sign, Kaloimer has to say to the Chasn of Kala, be fruitful and multiply like these Tarnagol, uh, these chickens. The Gemara relates that Yemachad, one day when the Jews were taking out the Tarnagolta, so there was a battalion of Romans passed by that place, and they took the Tarnagolta from them, so the Jews um, attacked them on these people of this, um, of this battalion of the Romans, and and they beat them up. Also, the case that they came and said to the case of Mordechai Yudoi, the Jews rebelled upon you. And once the Kaiser heard that, also Alayu, so the Kaiser and his army came upon them and the people of Turmalka. There was amongst the Jews in Haramelech a person who was called Bardreimer. He can jump a distance of a meal, and he was killing the Romans. So the Kaiser, the Roman Kaiser, took the crown by Sivar and he placed it on the uh, floor and Omar he said the Alma master of the whole world if you want uh, you find it fitting would not give over uh, that person and his kingdom which means himself he was talking about his kingdom in the hands of one person actually <coughs> so the mouth of Bar caused him to stumble. Uh, he spoke inappropriately. And he said, You Hashem has neglected us and you do not go out amongst us. And that means that um, he, he was saying that we don't really need Hashem's help in the war uh, uh, to war of our armies, and we're going to beat the armies even if Hashem neglects us. So Gemara asks, but why was it so bad that what the Dreyma Bar Dreyma said, David Naimah Barachi, David Amalek also said so in Tehillim, Samach Yud Beis. This is the passage that he quoted from them. So why was Bar Dreyma previously saying so? David, when he said this passage in Tehillim, didn't Chaz Shalom intend to say that we don't need Hashem's help. He was saying it in a uh, wondering word. He was saying it rhetorically. Which means, yes, why did Hashem neglect us and don't go out amongst our armies? But Badreimah said it in a settled voice, which means that he intending that even when Hashem neglects us and doesn't go out with us in our armies, we can win our enemies. All the Beisakise, but Dreimer went into Beisakise. Also, Darkonya, there came a snake, Shamte Likarkashim, and it tore 
his karkashi, the inside, the, and the chalchoyles v'noch nafshi, and bardreimer died. But the case is so <coughs> that his prayer was answered by bardreimer died. Amar hoyles rachas l'nisa. Since a miracle happened to me, Hazimnish Bikinu, I'm gonna leave the Jews this time and I'm gonna war with the war them Shafkinavaz the kids Kesa left him uh, together with his army and he went to his city. Uh, so from Ray from the great joy for the that the key Kesar let them go, is Dakar. So they started to dance, the Jews started to dance, Vachl Vishos they drank and they, they ate and drank. But Likushrakim and they lit the Candles until it was so much light um, that the people of the army, the Kesar, can see at night a the shape that was uh, ingrained in the in the ring, in the signet, in a, even if they were destined for a meal from the city. So when the Kesar said this, Omar the Jews are rejoicing and they're so secure that I can't, I wasn't be able, I wasn't able to uh, win them. So the case came back to wage war. thousand army people with stretched out swords in their hands went up to Turmalkum and they killed him for three days and three nights on one side the Jews were placing chupas uh, and circling dancing because they were happy on the victory that the Kaiser left them went to the city of and the people that were celebrating on this side did not know about the fact that the other side people were being killed. It says in the Megillah Seich and Posig Beis, Perig Beis, Posig Beis, Bil Hashem V'lechomel is called Neis Yaakov. So, he also, Ravin, when Ravin came to Israel to Babel, Omer, he said the name of Rabbi Yechanan, that what is Neis Yaakov? The the Shem uh, swallowed without mercy the Neis all of Neis Yaakov Elushishim Ribu Ayores. Those refer to the six hundred thousand cities Shoyel Yana Melech Baharamelech, which Yana King Yana had in Haramelech, and Hashem swallowed them all up without mercy. I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rabbi Ami, Shishim Ribu Ayores Shoyel Yana Melech Baharamelech. Reason in Rabasi that six hundred thousand cities Yana Melech had in Haramelech, and each one Chalachas Vachas. And each one of these cities had people living there as those equal to the amount that left Egypt. There were 600,000. With the exception of two cities, there was Kiflaim, two times 600,000. 1,200,000. Those are Kfarbish. And Kfar Shichlaim, Kfar Dichrayim, and the name is Kfar Bish. It's called Bish because bad. We could lay off a base of Lushpiza, because they would not give space their house or a space to sleep for guests. Kfar Shichlaim is called because Shosh Parnasosa means Shichlaim. They were from the food. Their livelihood came from the food which is called Shichlaim. And Kfar Dichrayim, Rabbi Yechanan. It's called the Chraya, which means males. Their wives 
it's a village of males because they would first bur- give birth to males, and then last they would bur- give birth to females, and then they would stop to give birth. Amr Ulu Ulu said, Chazili, who asked, I myself saw that place that's called Haramalov, Afilu Shitin Rivsa Konle Machzik. It doesn't even hold 600,000 sticks, which means it's not such a large place. Amr Ulu Ulu said, that Tzedekah Itzetar Abchanina, Shikuri Mishakrisu, um, you are lying. Uh, the fact that you say that uh, Haramelech had a place of 600,000 cities and each one had 600,000 people, when the entire place is cannot even hold, contain 600,000 sticks. Omar Lay, Tzedekah said to Tzedekah, it's stuck it true that nowadays that its role is destroyed, there's no such a place that can hold even 600 sticks. However, in the time when the Israel was settled, there were 600,000 cities. And it's not a surprise because Eretz Tzviksiba, the posting in Daniel Perigidav Mamalu says that Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Tzvi over there. And the reason is, and the characteristic over there is Matzvi, just like a deer, his skin size does not contain all of his flesh that he covers. Once you skin uh, off the uh, skin from the deer, you cannot cover his whole body with that same skin. When you're sitting on the drafcha, it becomes wide and there has place for many people. And when there is no people sitting there, gumda, then it uh, squeezes in. And there is not a place for many people to live there. Rabbanyumi bar chelkiyah, Rabbanchelkiyah bar tuviyah, Rabbanu bar chiviyah. Rabbanyumi bar chelkiyah, Rabbanchelkiyah bar tuviyah, Rabbanu bar chiviyah. Have you also got the adodi? They were sitting together. Together, Amre. They say, "Iika dishmiyalon." So, Amre, they were saying, "Iika dishmiyal emilsim ekfar schanya shom Mitzrayim." Is there somebody that heard something about the people of the village of Schanya of Egypt? Whether they were righteous or evil, Lema shall say it. So one of them opened up and said, There was a story with a bride and a groom from the village of Kvarsachnai. They were uh, captured amongst the Kvarsachnai. They married them one to another. So the Arusa said to the others, uh, Please don't touch me because I don't have a ksub from you and I am prohibited to you. He didn't touch her until the day he died. And when the others uh, died, uh, Go ahead and eulogize to this person who uh, degraded uh, his Yetzer. He didn't, uh, he strengthened over him. Yetzer me Yosef. Even more than Yosef, who uh, controlled himself in the story of Eshbatifer. And in three things, this was greater than him. Yosef, the test was only for one hour. This one was tested and he overpowered his Yetzer every day. Yosef did not lie with the wife of Petifer in one bed. And this Arus lied with Arus in one bed and still didn't touch her. Yosef loved Ishtai, but Yosef, uh, the, the wife of Petifer, was not his wife. Thus, it was his, it was his bride. And he had a connection to it, and still he didn't touch. The other one said, The story with the Christ, dinner 
with dinner. That forty medias of grain were valued as a dinner, and it was a big satisfaction because it was very cheap. All of a sudden, nechsar hashar mediyachas. The it was lacking one medias, which means the tvoa was sold only thirty nine. Medias for a dinner. Obatku and the people's Chanayi find out why were they punished from the heavens with the um, grain becoming more expensive. So they found that the father and the son who had the intimacy with the Narimorosa were betrothed Naira on Yom Kippur. They brought him to Basin and they stoned him. And the price went back to its place, and now you can buy 40 mudiyas of grain for one dinner. The other one opened up and said, There was a story with a person He wanted to divorce his wife, and the amount that he has obligated in the Ksuba, if he divorced, it was a very large amount. He didn't want to pay him. Also, what did he do? He went and invited his Shushvinim, his close friends, and he fed them and he gave them to drink. And he got them drunk with wine. And he lied them with down on one bed with his wife. He brought the outer part, the white part of the egg, which looks like and he placed amongst them that is in order to spread the rumor that they had intimacy with his wife and he placed Adim they should see that they're laying with his wife in one bed and he comes to base and he argues that he wanted to divorce his wife because she had intimacy extra affair with his relative and he doesn't have to give the ksuba. How you show zokin echot in the basin? There's one elderly talmid shamar zokin from the students of the elder shamar zamai. Ubav and butter shabai. His name was Bob and butter. Amar lahem he said kach mukubulani mishamay zokin. This is what I have by tradition from the elder shamai. Loiv and beitzah soilet min ha'ir. The white of an egg dries and congeals when you put next to five shikuzet dechmin ha'ir, and the shikuzet. Enters and is swelled into the garment, but it does not congeal. So, it's a way to figure out whether in the bed there was what the egg white or shikhvazera. But so they come and they found out that it's actually not shikhvazera, but it's the white of the beya, uh, which is maglid beya. And they brought this person that wants to divorce his wife to the basin. They smit him, they beat him, gave Malchus, and they collected the ksuba from him uh, because they figured out that he was lying. Since the people of Chashanai were such great tzaddikim, my time is why were they punished that the Kvashchanai was destroyed? For they didn't mourn for the destruction of Yerushalayim. They could see because in Yishayim, Perik Samavah, Pasgur, it says, See, because Yerushalayim, we give love all our veho. See, so itamosis, call him Sabin Malayim. So those who mourn her will see, so itamosis will rejoice in her. But these, those who don't mourn her, are not going to marry to rejoice, but to be destroyed. Now we also learned before also destruction of the city of Beitar. 
the Gemara said in Nehemiah Beis, Asaka the Rispach Chorubeiter, because of a story that happened with the uh, panel of the carriage, a woman's carriage, the city of Beiter was destroyed. Havanigi was the custom of the people of Beiter. Kamisyalad Yunuka, when the boy was born, a male, Shoslarza, they would plant a cedar tree, and then when it was Yunukta, a female was born, Shatiturnisa, they would uh, plant a type of a cedar wood. Uh, a female, which is called Chitav Chavi Min Sabi, and when they would get married to another one, another Kaitziluhu Vavdu Gnozo, they would cut the trees and they would make a Gnono, they'd make a Chupa from it. The Kaiser, one day the daughter of the Kaiser went by the city of Beiter, Itbar Soko de Rispak. So the panel of the woman's carriage that she was riding broke. So the slave went, so they cut down the tree of the cedar that the Jew planted um, when his son was born, and they brought it to her in order to fix the panel of the carriage. Also, so the Jew came and, and attacked them and beat them. Also, in the case of Matachba Yudai, he came and said to the case that the Jews rebel against you. Also, so the case that came and waged war with them. In Eicha Perik Beis Pasi Gimel, it says, "God of Chariyaf, Kol Ker Nisro." Amr Abzir Rabba Amr Abiyechnon. He cut off all the horn of Israel, the beauty of Israel. Elu Shemayim Elof Karnim Mechama. This is the eighty thousand horns of war. There was the head of leaders of war. They would blow in the horn in order to gather all the people of the war to them. When they entered into the city of Beitar, when they conquered it, and they killed men, women, and children until the blood went and fell into the great sea. So maybe you say Beitar is close to the great sea, and therefore only uh, the blood of the city fell there, uh, not that many, this is not true, but so it was distant from the Yamagodl meal, and still because of so much blood, the dam, the blood went and flowed into the big, uh, river, big ocean, Yamagodl Tanya, says there are two rivers in the area called the Valley of Yudayim. One of them, Echad Meshech, Eilach, one goes to one direction, Echad Meshech, Eilach goes in the other direction. And when the people of Beitar were killed and the blood was spilled in the blood-filled, these valleys, Veshirah Chachamim, the Chachamim measured that in these streams, there were two-thirds water and one-third was blood from the many people blood who the people the blood of the people who responded for seven years they were able to uh, have their orchards um, uh, fertilized with the blood of Israel without needing any fertilizer to fertilize their orchards Mesechte Gitin Dafnun Zayin Omid Beis, page 57, side B. So the Gemara relates now that in the days of the Churban of the first Beis Amigdosh, many Yidin were killed by the hands of Nevuzardon. That was a revenge by Hashem because King Yoyosh, the king of Yehuda, his officers killed Zechariah ben Yehoyoda HaKoyen in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash when 
he rebuked them because they bowed to Yoyosh and they made him into a god, as we find in Divra Yomim. Said in the name of There was an elderly person who related to me, he was from the people of Yerushalayim. In this valley, the Nuvuzardom, who was the master of the the butcher, the master butcher. He was under the uh, king Nebuchadnezzar, Malach Bobel, Mosayim, Va'achas, Esrei, Riboy, 201 times 10, times 10,000, this is 2 million and 110,000 Jewish souls. Over Yerushalayim, Horag, and in Yerushalayim, Nebuzardan killed Tishim, Va'arba, Riboy, that is 940,000 souls of Israel. Al Evenachas over one stone to the extent that the blood of the people that were killed by Nuzardun and they went up into the courtyard of the Besamikdosh Vinoga Bidomeshal Zachariah and they touched the blood, the blood of all the Yidden touched the blood of Zachariah, who Ben Yoda Koyan who was killed in the Azorah, This is to fulfill the verse that it states in Ishaya Dalid. Pasuk base. So over there it says, Olay Vikhaka Shulatzerh Vigone Vinoy Parotsu. The Pasik says, Vidomim Bidomim Nago. Blood touched the blood. That the blood that Nvuzardan pour spilled touched the blood of Zachariah Hakoyin that was spilled by the Yidin. Ashkihaya. So Nuzardan found the blood of Zachariah. And he saw that his blood was boiling and going up. Omar, so Nebuzara, don't ask the Yidn, my high, what is the reason that this blood is boiling? So the Yidn responded to him that this blood is dam. This are blood of the offering that have been spilled out. Uh, before they had the chance to sprinkle it on the Mizbeach. And that's why uh, this blood is boiling. So he brought blood of animals, and the blood of the animals was not similar to this blood. So Nivazardan understood that the Yidden did not tell him the truth. What blue blood is it? Omar so Nebuzaradan said to the Jewish people, if you're going to tell me whose blood this is, then mutav, then okay. If you're not going to tell me, I will comb your flesh with metal combs. So the Yidden said to him, My name Allah. There's nothing, what could we tell you? And we'll tell you the truth. We had a prophet amongst us, he would rebuke you to us in heavenly matters. We got up on him, and we killed him. And there's been so many years since that time that we've killed him, but yet his blood has not yet come down. Amar said, I am going to appease 
the blood of Zechariah, I see. So Nebuzaradan brought the Sanhedrin Gedoyla, the sages of the great Sanhedrin, the Sanhedrin Kitana, the sages of the small Sanhedrin, and he killed them on the blood of Zechariah the Koyen, and still the blood of Zechariah did not rest, and it continued to boil. Nevazardim brought along Bachurim, Uvesulais, young men and young women, and he killed them on top of the blood, and yet the blood of Zechariah did not settle. I see. So Nevazardim brought to Nekashel Beis Rabin, children, school children, and he killed them on top of the blood, and the blood of Zechariah still did not come down. Omar Leisur Nivazardin turned to the blood of Zechariah and he says, Zechariah, Zechariah, the best of Israel I have destroyed over your blood. Is it good for you that I should destroy the entire Jewish people over your blood? Once he said this to him, No, the blood of Zechariah Koyen arrested, and he stopped the boiling. At that moment, that Nebuzaradan saw what took place with the blood of Zechariah the Koyen, so a mind, an idea of Teshuva entered his mind. He thought about Teshuva. Omar, he said in his heart, But this is a Kavachoymer. And here you see that if even for one soul that was killed, they were punished so bad with such a terrible, horrible, serious punishment. That person, meaning himself, that killed all these people, all these souls, how much more so, for sure he'll be punished with a very, very serious punishment. So Nebuzaradan ran away. He went and he sent a document of instruction to his house and he detailed what to do with his assets. He got and he went and he converted. Tono, we learned in Abraise, Namon Namon, who was the chief of staff of the king of Amin. He was a Ger Toishov, which means he accepted upon himself not to worship of the Zorah. As it says in Melochim, Perik Beis, Plosik Hei, Melochim Beis, Perik Hei, Plosik Zayin. Nebuzardon, Nebuzardon, the great butcher of Nebuchadnezzar, Melech Boves, Ger Tzedek He was a righteous convert. Mibnei Bonav Shalhomon, from the grandsons of Homon, they would start they study Torah in Bnei Brak. from the grandsons of Sisroi, they would teach small children in Yerushalayim. from the grandchildren of Sanchedev, Limdu they taught Torah publicly. Who are the grandsons of Sanchev that taught Torah publicly? That is This is the meaning of the verse in Yecheskel Perich of Dalet Ches. Pasuk starts 
Nosati as domo altschiachesola levilti koseis. Hashem instructed the blood, Nosati as domo, the blood of Zechariah, that it should remain altschiachesola on the floor of the Azorah, not to be absorbed in the ground in order to always bring the anger before Hashem, so Hashem should revenge his blood, the guilty, because is the past success, so it's not going to be covered. The Torah, it says, in Breshis, Perich of Zayn, Pesach of Beis, that Yitzchok said to Yaakov, when he was feeling him, he said to him, Akoil kol Yaakov, v'yedayim yedei Yisof. So the Gemara expounds, Akoil, when we talk about the voice, this is the voice of yelling that the Bnei Yaakov cried out in the days of Adrianus Kaiser, when a Kaiser Adrianus, Shoharag Alexandria Shel Mitzrayim, he killed in Alexandria in Egypt, Shishim Ribu Shishim Ribu, 600,000 over 600,000, that's a million and 200,000. That was Kiflayim, Kiyetzi Mitzrayim, that was the number, double of the number of those who left Mitzrayim, which was 600,000. And the Gemara expounds the Posse, Koil Yaakov, first he says, Akoil, then he says, Koil Yaakov. Zed, that refers to the yelling and the cry out that the Yaakov cried in the day of Aspasionus Kaiser, in the days when this case of Aspasionus, Shohorak Bichrach Beisor Arba Meyes he killed in the grand city of Beitar 400 times 10,000, which is 4 million people. That's the Koil Yaakov at that time. They, they were crying, God, the Omrile, and others say that he killed Arbas, Alofim Riboy, 4,000 times 10,000, which would make 4 million people. And the end, the Pasik says, Akoil Koil Yaakov, then he says, Vayadayim Yideyesov, Zoi, that refers to Malchus Horusho the evil kingdom of the son of Esau Sheikh Rives but I knew that destroyed our home Vesofra Vesorfa Seikholeinu and it burned the Heichol Vigli Sonome Arzeinu and we exiled us from our land Dovarachar another interpretation Akulkul Yaakov the voice the voice of Yaakov that hints Ein Lachot Filo there is no prayer which you don't do it with a voice loudly, Shemayelis, that is effective and it is accepted above. Shein Bo that doesn't have some of it in the voice of the seed of Yaakov. the Esau, that hints to us that there is never a war. That is done with Yodayim, Yodayim, Shenei Tzachas, that will be victorious. Shein Bomideh, Mizare Shalesov, that doesn't have involved in it, the seed of Esau. Earlier the Gemara said that the base of Migdosh was destroyed and many thousands of Yidin were killed through Losh Nahara. Vahainu, and this is the Omar Abelozor, Abelozor says, explains the Posik in Niyev, Perikheim, Poschov Aleph. Beshoit loshoin teichovei. That bechirchurei loshoin in the time 
when a argument of the tongue, when a person beats up on his friend with his tongue, like a stick, that's the stick of the tongue, then you should hide so that uh, you should not get destroyed. Another Russia the Gemara brings What is the meaning of the verse in Tehillim Perik Kuflamet Zayin Pasuk Aleph Al Naris Bovel Shom Yoshavnu Gambochinu B'Zochreinu Asi and we were sitting and the rivers of Babylonia that we were sitting there and we were crying while we remembered Zayin Melamed this teaches us. Sheher Oh Hakadosh Baruch Hu LeDavid that Hakadosh Baruch Hu showed to David Churban by Yisrisha in the destruction of the first base Amigdosh VeChurban by Yisheni and the destruction of the second base Amigdosh Churban by Yisrisha in the first destruction of the Churban of David Sosh and Amar Al Nares Bavel Shom Yoshav Nugam Bechino this is said in Tehillim that David saw this with his Ruach HaKodesh that Nebuchadnezzar is going to exile the Bnei Yisrael to Babel when he's going to destroy the Beis Amigdor. So he was already saying, Al Noruz Babel Shom Yashavnu in the times of David. And over there they will cry for the Churban. And the second Beis Amigdor by Sheni, there's another Pasuk, it says, Dixiv. In the same parak it says Zakhir Hashem live Nayadim as Yoim Yerushalayim Hoimrim Oru Oru Ada Yisoidbo. That is David Amelech saw the future of the Ruha Kodesh that Titus, who was the Bnei Yadim, he is from the seed of Adim, he is going to destroy Yerushalayim and he prayed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should remember for Edom that they destroyed Yerushalayim and he will take revenge from them. Amr Rabbi Yudam HaShemuel said Rabbi Yudam HaShemuel and other people say that Rabbi said it yet further others say that we must need to tell you that this was taught in Abraise. Mai said there was a story Barba Meis Yilodim V'Yilodis that 400 boys and girls in they were captured in order to do for them degrading things for Averis and Hirgishu so these boys and girls sense Biatzmon by themselves what they are being wanted for the sins that the Goyim are going to force them to do Amru, these children said, if we are going to drown in the ocean, so that way they won't force us to sin, will we then come to the life of the world to come? So the one, the older one amongst them, expounded and he answered them that it says in Tehillim, Perik Samachet Pasir Gimul, Omar Hashem Iboshon Oshiv Oshiv Mimetsuleisiyom. Hashem says, I will bring back from Boshon, I will bring back from the depths of the ocean, which means he interpreted. Miboshon Oshiv. The intent is from among the teeth of the lion, those who have been taken away Hashem, I will bring back to the life of the world to come because the word mi boshon means mi bain shain from amongst the teeth 
I will return from the depths of the ocean for the life of the world to come. Those who drown in this sea for Kiddush Hashem. Since the girls heard this, that Hashem will bring him back for the Chayim Immediately, they all jumped out of the boat and they fell into the sea. So the boys took a foratoria and he says, Mo halolu, since even the girls their nature is for such for Tashmish, and it's not so degrading for them, and they still behaved koch in such a way that they jumped into the sea and they drowned for Kiddush Hashem on Nushain We that we are not used to it, they were taken from Mishkav Zohar, and our degradation would be very big, Allah has come and come, how much more so for us, we should die for Kiddush Hashem, so immediately they too jumped into the water and they died it's with regards to them that the verse says it is for you, for Kiddush Hashem, for the sanctity of Hashem. We have been killed all day. We are cheapening our life and allowing ourselves to be killed. And we are considered like sheep who are being slaughtered because of Kiddush Hashem. Rabbi Yudah says, This is referencing to the woman with her seven sons who died to sanctify Hashem names. And it's regard to her, the Pesach says, That we were dying for you, being killed for you all day. The Gemara tells us the story. As you they took the first one, the Kamo, the youngest son, and the oldest one, the oldest son, they took him in front of the Kaiser. Amarule, and they said to him, Plach, in worship of He said to them, I will not worship of because it says in the Torah Perik. In Shemois Perichol Pasuk Beis Anoichi Hashem Elikecho I am God your God Avku Vekatlu So they took him out and they killed him. Bas Yuli Dochan they bought the next one the next son they brought him in front of the Kamei the Kaiser in front of the Kaiser. Amrulei they said to him Pelach Laveides Kechovim Worship Avedezor Amar Lehu He said No I will not because Kosu Batoira the Torah writes. In the Pasik, Lo Yelcho Likima Khedi Malponoi, there shall be no other gods in my face. Avku Kotluva Kotlua. So they took him out and they killed him as well. As you who lead off, so they brought the third the third son. Amrulay they said to him, Plach, worship, Lavidiskihovim to Lavidiskihovim Amrlahu, he said to them, No. I will not worship because Kosuba Torah the Torah writes Ishmael's Perikhov base Pasikut Zeveyachla Likim Yacharom. The Pasik says Biltilashem Levada is shechting for another God. Is Yachram only to Hashem alone? Avkuv Katluz. They took him out and they killed him. Asu Lidal they brought the next son, the fourth one. Amrulei they said to Plach worship Avedis Kachovim. To Avedis Zodras. So he said Amrulei he said to them No, I will not worship because. 
Kosov Matoira, the Patoira writes in Shmois Pediklod Lamadalit, Posikudalit, don't worship another god. They took him out and they killed him. As they brought the fifth son. They said to him, worship He said to them, I'm not going to worship because It says in the Torah, they took him out and they killed him. So they brought the sixth son, Amrulay. They said to him, Plach, worship. He says, I'm not going to worship because. It says in the Torah, You shall know and put to your hearts. That Hashem is Elikim in the heavens above and the earth below. There is no one else. They took him out and they killed him. So now they brought the seventh and final son. Amrulay, they said to him, Pelach, worship Lavedis Kechovim to David Zore. Amrulay, so he said, Lo, no, I will not worship because Kosum Batoido. Says in the Torah, Vorim Perichovopazizayin. As Hashem Hemarto. You have. The designated Hashem, the Goimer, etc. The Pesach continue. I am this Chol Elikim to be your God. The Leches Bidrachov to go in His way. The Lishmer Chukov to keep His statutes and mitzvahs and the mitzvahs Mishpatim. The Lishmer Bekoylan to listen to His voice. And then later on, the Pesach says in Pesach Yud Ches VeHashem Emircha Yoyim that Hashem has made you unique. As the Pesach continues, dear Lis Le'Am Zgulo Kasher Dibeloch V'Lishmer Kol Mitzvisov to make you into a special nation like he's spoken to you to keep all his mitzvahs. And he said, the youngest son said, Kivor Nishbanu LaKodesh Baruch Hu We have sworn to the Holy One, blessed be He, She'ein Onu Mavirim Oisoi Be'elacher We will not exchange him for another God, and he also swore to us, that he will not exchange us for another nation. So finally, the Kaiser saw that he wasn't bowing. He says, I'm not going to ask you to really worship but I will throw to you my ring, my signet ring, which has my image uh, in it, engraved in it, so bend down and take it. And when you bend down, it's going to appear as if you bowed. So, that people should say that you accepted the government, the king told you to do, and you listened. So the seventh son says, You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. Woe to you, Kaiser. Woe to you, Kaiser. You are so worried about your own honor. How much more so do I need to worry about to protect the honor of Hashem and not to desecrate His name? So they were about to take him out to kill So his mother said to him, Give him to me. 
so that I can kiss him a little bit. And she said to him, Bonai, my sons, go and tell Avram your father, Ato Kadito, you bound on the Mizbeach, Echod Wonson, Vanio Kaditi, and I bound seven sons, Shiva Mizbechois, on seven Mizbeach. Avi also Lagag, she also went up to the roof and Oflo, Mason, she fell and she died. Yotza Baskul Vamro. A voice came out and said, The mother of the children rejoices. Rabbi Shuban Levi Yomar, Rabbi Shuban Levi says, What is the meaning of the Pasik that we said, that that is referring to Zaymila, this referring to the midst of Mila, Shenitno, Bashmini, that was given to circumcise. The baby on the eighth day, when they might die, God forbid, and that's what we're saying, we were, let ourselves die for you every day. Amar, he says, Rabbi says that the intent of the Pasuk is, these are the Tamid HaChachomim, they show on their necks how you need to shecht. And that is a danger. Everything a person can show on himself, exception of shechting. Because you might accidentally stick the knife in your throat with avarachar and another, this is the tzeros and the goyim, uh, showing on yourself leprosies and plagues that can come upon you when you show them on yourself. And that's what the Apostlech says, We are dying for you all day. Rab Nachman says what the Apostlech is referring to is, These are the sages, the scholars, They kill themselves for the words of Torah. said, the words of Torah are not sustained but by one who kills himself for them. As the Pasik says, the Torah is talking about the, the way he expounds it here that the Torah would be sustained. Is Adam Kiyomus Ba'il when a person kills himself in for this study of Torah? That means Alecha Ragnukolayim. Amar Abababachonam Rabbi Yechonah says Rabbi Yechonah Rabbi Yechonah Arboim saw forty saw. Mesechta Gitin Daf Nun Ches Omed Aleph, page fifty-eight, side A. Kitzutzei Tefillin. There's forty saw of. The compartment, the housings of the tefillin, the bottom of the tefillin, Nimtu Uberoshe Haruge Beisor, was found on the heads of those that were killed in Beitar. Rabbi Yana, Rabbi Yishmoel, Rabbi Yana, the son Rabbi Yishmoel says, what they found was Sholish Kupais, three Kupais, and each one, the bottom of the tefillin, Shalarboim, Arboim, so each one of the Kupais had. The weight of forty saw, so, so the entire 
uh, weight of all the tefillin was 120. So Masnitzer Tone in Abraise, we learned that they found Arboim Kupes, 40 Kupes of housing of tefillin of the Batim Shol Sholish Sholish Soim. And each one of the Kupes had three. So so it turns out that also according to the Abraise, the general, the total amount of the housing of the tefillin was 120 so. Which would be different than what seemingly than Rabbi Yechna said. He says 40 so about the tefillin. But the Gemara says, there is not really a dis- disagreement between the Bryce and Rabbi Yanai, who says that they found 120 tefillin. They don't disagree with Rabbi Yechna, who said that they only found 40 so of tefillin because how did they show the Bryce and Rabbi Yanai are talking about the tefillin shulrosh, which are large, and Hod and Rav Yechon is talking about Tefillin Shalyad, which are smaller than Tefillin Shalosh, and that's why there was less in the quantity. Omar Abbasi, Rabbasi, Arbo, Kabin, Moyach, four Kabim of the Moyach of the brain of the Yidin that were killed in the Churban based edition, Nimshal Levanachas, were found on one stone. Ula Omar Ula says, Tisha Kabim, nine Kabim of brains were found. Omar Avkana, Rabbahana says, Viteimo. And others say that Shilo Barmori said it, Micro, what is the posse that hints that the Babylonians, they crushed the heads of the Yidin on one, on a stone during the Churban based edition because it says in Tehillim, that's David Amelech was cursing the people of Bavel uh, that they should get back as their bad evil that what they did to the Yidden during the Chor the Chor during the Chorban. Um, so as Bavel has do you get paid for what you did. Lucky is the one who will hold on and crush your the heads of your small children on top of the rock. So from here that the Pasik explains this punishment that's measure for measure. So that's the proof that that's what the Bnei Bavel did to the Yidden in the time of the Khurban. In Eicha, Pairik Dalit, Pasik base it says Bnei Tzioin. Hayikorim, the precious sons of Tzion, Hamasuloyim Bapos, that were praised with pause. Frankly, Gemara, Maimasuloyim Bapos. What does it mean that they were praised by pause? That means that they were praised through the pause. It doesn't say that they are praised better than pause. Uh, that pause is gold, gold or so. If you're going to say that they were covered with jewelry of gold and that shows their praise and their value but Rabshila said in there are two weights of uh, stone gold that came down to the world one stone descended in Rome the other stone uh, was divided in all of the world. So it turns out that in Rome there is a great quantity of uh, more than there is all of the world. So we can't say what the Pasuk means that the Bnei Tzion, they were special, the fact that they had these golden jewelry because the people of Rome had a lot more than that. The Gemara answered, Hello. The meaning of the Pasuk is Shehoyu Meganim Esapos that the sons of Tzion, the Bnei Tzion, would shame the golden 
uh, jewelries with the beauty, their own beauty, because they were much beautiful than them. The Gemara relates, In the beginning, before the destruction of the Churban Chashivet Remoi, the important people of Rome, when they wanted their wives to give, become pregnant and give birth to beautiful children, they would hold beautiful shapes that were made from gold in that was uh, imprinted in their signets. And they would be intimate. But from after the destruction in which they captured the Bnei Yisrael, Maisu Bnei Yisrael, they would, uh, the Romans would bring the Yidin who were more beautiful. They would tie them to the beds of their legs of the beds of Mishamshi, and they would uh, do uh, be intimate because it shows that the beauty of the Yidin was greater than the beauty of the gold, and they uh, would rather have their beauty. Omar Lechad Lechavre. So a Yid asked and his friend, Ho Echo Kesivo, where is this trouble that we're experiencing? Where does the Torah write about such a terrible thing? Omar Lech, so he said to him, it says in the Pasuk in Dvarim Chavches HaMachalav, Pasuk HaMachalav, Gam Kol Choli V'chol Makash Olekosu B'Sefer HaTorah Even all the sicknesses and all the smitings that is not written in this Torah. The Pesach says, Ya'alam Hashem Alecha, Hashem will bring him to you until he'll be destroyed. So the Torah writes such a terrible Torah, which is such a degrading, and it's even impossible to write it down in the Torah B'Fedesh Amru. So they asked again, Kamo Marchiknam V'duchta Palon, how far is it between the place where I'm learning where you're quoting me from the Torah, Amar So his friend told him, "Ingat pusto palgo." It's not too far. It's like a page and a half. Amar So the one who asks says, "Imatoy lekabei." If I would reach this pasuk, then I would not need to ask you. I would know myself that this trouble is hinted in this pasuk. Omar Rabbi Yehuda Mashmul Meshuban Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Rabbi Yehuda said the name of Shmuel, the name of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. My dixiv, what is the meaning of the pasuk in Eicha Pei Gimel Pasuk Nalef? Eini Oylelo LeNafshi Mekol Bnei Siri. It means that my eyes uh, have made my uh, the uh, my my soul so uh, disgusting from so much crying because I was left all alone. From all, from all the daughters of my city. So Shimon expounded this pasuk on himself that he himself was remained of all the children that were in Beitar in the time of the Churban. The Gemara relates, there were four hundred shuls in the big city of Beitar. and each one of these. But the Knesses in the shul, there were Hoyoba, Arba, Meis, Malamde, Tenekes, there were 400 teachers of children. And each one of these teachers of the children, Hoyolophon of Arba, Meis, Tenekes, Shabbat before him there were 400 children, school children. And when an enemy entered into the city of Betar, so the children would. Uh, 
poke them with their sticks. And when the enemy uh, overpowered the people of Betar, and they conquered, they captured these children, they wrapped them in their uh, study books, and they put the fire on the Sforim and the books together with the children. And from all these children, nobody was left but Rav Gamlil alone. He went to a great city in Rome, Amruloi. They said to him, There is a child, a Jewish child, who is in prison. He's uh, beautiful eyes and good looking. And his ears are organized in, uh, in braids. He stood at the entrance of the prison in which that child was captured, and he wanted to see if he's smart. Omar, Rabbi Shubachananya said and used the language of the Posing Yishaya Perik Membeis Poschavdalad. Me no son Limshiso Yaakov Yisrael Levoizizim, who gave Yaakov to be trampled over and the Yidden to be people who were. Robbed. So that the child responded and he said, he continued with the verse, But this is Hashem who we sent to him. That is what caused us this degradation and this humiliation. And they also continued, they didn't, the Pasuk, they didn't want to follow in his ways. And they didn't listen to his Torah. Whenever Shubachananya heard the response of this child, Omar, he says, I am certain that this child who is smart, that he will eventually be teaching laws by Yidin. Rabbi Shubachananya made an oath. Ha'avoida, that's the language of a shvua. She'eni zoz mekan, I will not move from him. Until I can redeem him with any amount that they are going to ask for him. Amru, they said, le'zoz, that Rabbi Shubhanan didn't leave the Misham. Until he redeemed him with lots of money. And that many days went by. That he went and he taught Haloches by Yidnu Manu, and who is that child? That is Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, Rabbi Shmuel son of Elisha. Amar Rabbi Yudam Rav said, "Yudam Rav Maisel b'vnoi Yivitish Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha." Was a story of the son and daughter of Shmuel ben Elisha was a kohen gadol shenishbul idnishne adoinim. They were captured to two masters goyim liyomim, and after a while, these davgushneim, these two masters, these two. Um, Adonim met each other in one place. So one master said, one says, I have a servant, there's nobody else is beauty in all the world. And the other master said, I have a maid servant, there isn't in the whole world anything as beautiful as her. Amru. So they said to one another, let's marry them to one another. The maid servant with the slave, when it's and we will divide Bavlodis, the children that will be born. 
they brought them into one room. They wanted them to be intimate with each other. This one was sitting in the corner. And the, the son said, the, the son of Yishmael was sitting. And the daughter of Rabbi Shmuel Kongola were brothers and sisters, but each one was sitting in the corner. So the son of Rabbi Shmuel Kongola said, How is it possible, Esther Shivcha, I am going to take a maidservant for a wife? And the daughter of Rabbi Shmuel Kongola was saying, I the daughter of and I'm going to marry a maid slave. And they cried all night. Since once the dawn arrived and then the sun began to shine, they recognized one each other that their brothers and sisters that they fell one on top of the other. And they were expiring and they're crying. Ah, from so much crying, their soul left them. is mourning on them and says the Pasik in Echa Perikala Pasik the Zayin. Of this, I am crying over these. My eyes, my eyes are dripping with uh, tears, water. There was a story with a woman. Her name was Sofnas, the daughter of Peniel. And the reason we called her Sofnas, because everybody would look at her beauty. And she's called Bas Peniel. The son of Peniel, the daughter of Peniel, because she was She was a daughter of the Koyen Godel. He served inside of the inside in the base Hamikdash, the Kodesh Kadosh Peniel, and she was captured by the Goy and Nisalil Boshaboyikolalaylo, and the captor. Uh, did with her all the night. The next day, he put her on seven garments and and he took her out to the market to sell her as a maid servant. There was a person who was very disgusting. Amar, he said to her that Harenias Yafi undressed her and let me see her beauty. Amar loi reka. So the captor says, you empty person, if you want to take a beautiful kach, there's nobody as beautiful as her. Omar Lai, this disgusting person, said to him, still, I want to see your beauty. So he removed the seven clothing, the seven garments, and the seventh one she tore by herself, and his pasha bay for, and she rolled in the dust, Amr Lefonov, and she said before, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Master of the world, if upon us on our honor you have not been concerned, but why don't you care, worry about to protect the sanctity of your holy name? Why don't you show your strength? Now this Yirmiya was crying, in my nation, the group, my nation, 
gird yourself with a sack, vispalshi, and roll by Efer in ashes, evil yachid, asiloch, a only son, a mourning for an only son that died, asiloch, mispatamrurim, a bitter, a eulogy, kipisam yovashadadalainu, because all of a sudden the robber, the shaydid, comes upon us. So this is it says upon you it doesn't say hello leinu because Baruch Hu says it's as if on all both of us so the Eibister Kovid itself is the Shoyed has robbed Hashem also of his honor. What is the meaning of the posuk? They will rob. A man in his home and a man and his uh in his heritance. My sabot mechod. So the story of a person Rabbi. He put his eye on uh, he placed his eye on his master's wife. He wanted to marry her. and his master wasn't his teacher to teach Torah. He just taught him how to uh, carpentry. Rabbi one time the master needed to borrow some money. Omar Loi, so the student says, Send your wife to me, well, then I'll give her the money. So the master, the, 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 the Rav sent his wife to him. So the wife stayed with him for three days. So this Talmud came to his master. He says to his master, His wife, my wife that I sent to you, the master is telling to the student, uh, I wanted you to borrow some money. What happened to her? Where is she? So Talmud says, I altar. I gave her as soon as I gave her the money, I sent her away. I heard that on the long on the way, the children had uh, relationships with her. So the Rav says, So what should I do? So the student tells him, If you are going to listen to my advice, divorce her. So the master says, the Rav says, I can't divorce her. She has a large kisuba. And I don't have the money to give it to her when I divorce her. So the student says, I will loan you the same loan. Give her what you owe her. And then you can divorce her. So the master says, He divorced her. So the student went and he married her. Once the time came that the master had to pay the loan, he doesn't have money to pay the loan. So the student says, Come and serve me instead of the money that you owe me. So now the student and his wife, who was prior the wife of his master, they were sitting and eating and drinking. And the master was sitting over them and he was giving them to drink. 
tears of pain was rolling of his eyes, and they would fall into their cups. And for that moment, there was a tremendous, tremendous criticism in the heaven of the Gzardin. Uh, the decree has been sealed of the Churban Vamrilei. And other people say that the real seal was, was sealed is Ashtay Psilas B'nai Echod. Two weeks and one lamp, which means two people intimate with one woman, and they 